Devil Fruit Podcast. My name is Jacob. My name is Joe. My name is Ethan. I have something to say. Please. Uh, there's a lot of emotions up through this viewing, but I think that, Ethan, you'll be pleasantly surprised. Really? So, uh, Ethan and Joe started their watches earlier than me, and Definitely threw some things in the group text here and there. The main thing was from Joe basically coming out after watching, was it just the first episode or the first two? I think it was just the first episode when you started texting at first. No, nope. I said something after the first episode, and then I yes. said really something after and then the second really episode. Something after the second. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. he watched the first episode and immediately put like, I forget exactly what you said, but basically along the lines of, this show is not a mech show. I don't know what the fuck. Like, and I'm sitting there like, I, it better be a mech show considering that the genre of choice was mech. Can I just step in real quick and say, we only, before we pitch these shows, we only watched the first episode. Very true. So I had no idea what was laying in the weeds in this show. For decadence. But, but, if I may, you should have seen mech shit in the first episode. That's part of it. Uh, But I'm not even going to talk shit because all this is leading up to is I started watching the show. I got through the first episode and I was like, okay, it's, there's like kind of mech stuff in there, kind of. But and like, I said that. Not really. I said that. You did say that. There's one big robot. That's what I said. If you could call it's it a kind robot. of piloted by a person. It's like kind of a robot, I guess. Sort of. Mm-hmm. It's kind of just a giant punch fortress. Kaboom. But like, yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, right. Um, right. That is true. And then episode two hits. And man, I gotta say, I don't think I've seen a show in a long time that has that much of a fucking just big bazonga switcheroo. Yeah. In the this second would be a great episode, time like, to just put that put that meme in of from friends where Ross is just screaming. Pivot! 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 That's what this show was. <laughs> like what yeah, you're right. Like what a pivot. Because you're right, Ethan. <laughs> When you pitched it, and after watching the first episode, it felt like a kind of Attack on Titan-y, like, human resistance gonna fight yeah. the aliens. I thought this and, like, fortress was, was gonna, like, was. stand up and fight, like, a right. Shadows of Colossus kind of thing. And then, and then suddenly, chibi little robot androids appear. And you're like, yeah. huh? And then they're <laughs> like, oh, yeah, this is all just a giant reality game created by some AI, like, company spaceship in space, and they just use these real-life Avatar bodies to go fight these aliens, but the humans are actually real. And it's like, whoa, okay, we're going. And, like, you're kind like, Joe, I remember you said that after watching the second episode, you were fucking upset. I was mad. I have the text. Yeah, like... I'll kill you! I was as mad as, like, I get. Okay, so I wasn't, like... I wasn't, yeah, Joe like, doesn't, Joe doesn't mad, get, mad. Yeah, Joe doesn't get piss baby angry like I do. But I was, like, I was like, I have to say something, because, like, jeez. <laughs> I said... And I wouldn't say that I was mad. I was more... Shocked? Scared of what you guys are going to say. <laughs> sure, yeah. And I just gave your fears life so that's true joe uh, was really hammering it yeah i said at noon tuesday march 9th (laughs) okay i said said, all right ethan right out the gate with all right ethan (laughs) there was no previous conversation ethan was not addressed before no so all right ethan i just finished episode two I gotta say that this is about as much of a mech anime as Howl's Moving Castle is. Oh, shit! 
it. It has a unique style, which could be neat. I was trying to be open, you know? I was like, okay, it could be neat. <laughs> but if I was Jacob, I would devil fruit the shit out of you for pitching this. And frankly, I still hope he does, because this is not a <laughs> mech anime. Make all your bacon burn. I it's feel not. like it's a foul. It, I feel like not. that's like a technical it, it, foul well, that no, needs no, to be punished. Eh, 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 eh. But here's the thing, Joe. Are you ready? I'm ready. How I, are you going to call this? How are you going to call Decadence a mech anime? I actually disagree. I actually do. How? And I don't. And I don't disagree in the sense that I like. Is this a fully formed like mecha anime? Like, is this a Gundam? No, it's no. not a Gundam. Yeah. But I can very much tell that this show is inspired by a lot of mech shows and there are mech related things in it you flippy floppy piece of shit yeah I can't i'm not flippy floppy i was angry after i was angry after episode two like you and we had that conversation and then i watched the rest of the show it's not flippy floppy because i'm experiencing it in the moment and now i've watched the whole show and this is how i feel about it so okay how is it a mech show how is it a mech show? So here's 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 what I my argument would be, right? Because I have an argument, but I want to hear yours. My argument would be, so I'm not gonna go on the side of the whole thing about how like technically the little chibi robos are robots and like that's like a thing and like that could be the mech part. Like I don't that's not it for me. Okay. Because, because at the end of the day, mecha to me, and it doesn't always have to be giant robots. But giant robots is the thing for me. Yeah. But I do think that the way that they implemented the giant fortress decadence is very mech-like in, in the sense of, like, if you connect it to other really big, famous mech shows. I wasn't sure how I felt about it off of episode one, where it was like all it did was just become a big fist and do a big rocket punch. Yes, Rico. Kaboom. Which, by the way, was really fucking cool. Um, I'm not trying yeah. to act like it wasn't. Cause I did was. too. I thought that was very um, cool. I but it, but at the, but I wouldn't call it like a full fledged like robot necessarily. Uh, but as it continued forward, um, just the way it was implemented, and then especially at the ending with the big reveal of the drill. Yeah, sorry, I was going to ask you if you got gear and log and. I'm sorry, Feels. Joe, but like you can't tell me that there isn't inspiration there when the big final moment is the drill. Like, whether it's Gurren Lagan or fucking Gunbuster before it, drills do be happening in mech animes. Now, does mm -hmm. that is that a perfect argument to say that it is a mech anime? Not necessarily, but I think the way that they implemented that, I think the way that they implemented like the the big he's not I guess he's not like the main protagonist. I don't know. It kind of goes back and forth between uh our two main people. The guy and the girl. Um but the guy, you know, actually like going and connecting himself and like becoming the giant fucking fortress and doing that whole thing. I think that there is a good amount that you could argue that this could be classified as mecha. Is it as in your face mecha as a lot of the shows that like I like or the shows that like I was assuming that we would pitch no I don't think so but I do think it actually is I think it has the feeling you know what I mean it's got the feeling I don't know why Jacob is so touchy-feely on his feelings right now but I, I don't be. know how to I'm, feel I'm about smelling it. ear to ear because I was coming into this ready to just get my butt just but ripped that's, off but that's so, the thing yeah. though this show was really good though like yeah that's the, i really that's like my it. thing is like i think honestly ethan for me you're lucky the show was good <laughs> like, <laughs> like like dude i was just i was so turned off when when episode two when they popped around with the different like total animation style and stuff mm -hmm. i was like oh my gosh this looks like cartoon network like chowder yes is trying to be an anime this show is weird and and i was i was mad very, about it like it I, was very cartoon network yeah like i like yeah. like 
that's a style of animation that I've just never liked. And I, I and I gotta say, even after finishing the show, and I'm assuming you agree every way you're saying it, mm. I still don't really like it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I don't, don't hate it. It's not my favorite like style of animation, but I am glad that they kept it mature in the language and the actual subject matter of it all. Well, yeah, because like, because sometimes I like that disconnect of if it looks this way, but it sounds this way, I think that that's a really cool tool. Um, and, it, and I think it shows up a lot in like really, really popular art. So, so, so I was happy about that, but like, man, that was a hard hurdle for me to, 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 to no. get over. And I, and I do agree that like, there was definitely a couple of moments when I was watching the scenes only with the androids where I was like, Man, I really kind of want to go back to the other art style with the people because mm, it yeah. just looked better. And I like, wanna... it's again, it's like it. It's not that it looked bad. Like yeah. I don't hate it. It's yeah. just that it 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 got it. It was losing it a little bit for me at points where I was just like, eh. I just that style's not like getting me. Yeah. The action scene still looked good, though, even when it was only the goofy, cartoony androids. Sure, yeah. So I'll give it that. But I want to get I you guys' opinion on it just the looks, moment. It it just looks so much hotter during action scenes with the people. Sure. Yeah. 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 I want to. I want to hear you guys' opinions on the point in the show when it basically turned into Monsters Inc. Monsters Incorporated. We scare because we care. <laughs> I'm so happy you said that. That's exactly what I was thinking when they got into the fucking avatar room with all the moving fucking Dude, boxes. Even 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 like that. before that, uh, like so when funny. they introduced the snaky dude who eventually like turns and betrays them, I was That's like, "Dude, he looks like he looks like the villain in Monsters Inc. He's That's just, just white Starscream. instead of purple." <laughs> it's just Randall Starscream. Yeah, yeah, it's Randall. Stupid pathetic waste. There you go. It's you Randall go. mixed with like General Grievous. <laughs> like, like. But dude, they're riding around on the doors. And yeah, I no, like, dude, dude. I was just like, this, yeah, this is I Monsters agree. Inc. right now. I was you thinking can't convince about me otherwise. Inc. For sure. <laughs> I was, I was, 100%. Uh, that that I, was a moment that took me out of it. So, oh, it, oh, it took you out? Oh, I was just having a good time with it. I didn't, yeah, it didn't bug me. I was just I, like, I, what I is didn't think happening? of Monsters Inc., though. Were you guys more invested in. Natsume's story or Kaburagi's story? Hmm. Kaburagi's. I think I think both had their merit, but I think that I think Kaburagi's is I ultimately more of the focus of the show. Yeah, um, it was weird how that flipped. It did I agree flip. with you. Because I think I think it was I think Natsume is like she's got a there's an interesting story there, but I think that her character is so her character's very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like ignorant, I guess. Like she's very. Uh, yeah. Well, I think she, she is the character that's learning, and he yeah. is the character that's going through a trial. So right. that's like, so that's how the story kind of migrated and, and started investing more time in him. Like he, mm. she was not to lessen her role in the story because she has a very big role and even in her own arc is, is, a, is a very important thing but but she is more or less a tool in his growth uh right yeah she's 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 the causing factor for his growth which yeah kind of points that he is the actual true main character of the show because yeah he's the one being changed more I just, i'm so surprised so that first episode is such a tease in so many ways it's Saras on my all over again. I wouldn't say it's that bad, but no, no, no. But I'm just like first episode gives you these expectations, and then boom. Yeah, because even fighting the Gadol itself was really became such a subplot and such like. Mm -hmm. I was just. I thought that would be what I was most excited for, and it really wasn't. The Gadol is like very much like a tertiary issue that's going on. Like it's yeah, it's like uh 
it's like most zombie movies, you know, like right. The zombies, the zombies are, are there, but that's never... not the key problem, right? Yeah, yeah. They're almost never sure. like the real problem. Like there's there's underlying things that the story ends yeah. up being about. But I that's really fast. I really enjoyed the training montage she had and like all the mechanics that they came up with for fighting the Gadal with like the cauldron on their back and how it ran on their blood. That no super cool idea it because was of the really whole cool. thing with the zero gravity spaces that they like create around themselves. Yeah. Um, and it made the action scenes fucking dope at all times. I don't think there was a single action scene that I was not like in on. Yeah. Yeah. When he breaks his limiter fighting like the alpha that they have yeah. in the cave. That was one of my favorite scenes of the whole show. His I eyes go red. That, yeah. He's just popping yeah. off. Yeah. No, so it good. was dope. It was dope. Um, there's uh, there's a lot there's a lot of cool things that they're talking about in this show as well that I think is really interesting. You know, like ha having it become that this whole scenario, this whole like super dystopian scenario, is like created by this. A, I think there's conversations about like company control and there's conversations about like AI, both in tandem. Yeah. Because yeah. there's that whole conversation about like the reason why the things even happening in the first place is because like the world went to shit from, I guess it's also, a, it's kind of a Wally -E story too. Cause it's also about hyper pollution and shit like that as well. Um, but the whole reason that the whole thing's created is because the one company took that chance in the, you know, the turmoil of the planet to basically take over. And then all the people are now these androids that have to just serve the company and that's how they survive. And like, yeah, that's I think how it's it all also works. just a great kind of, it's a, it's, it's a lot of humanity and what it means to be human mm -hmm. in the cyborgs. Correct me if I'm wrong, but they used to be human. Correct. They used to be, but it's been so long. It's like they've right. not. And now they are oh, treating. I thought these... it was, they, they were literally just AI that evolved. No, I'm pretty the sure humans they became spoke cyborgs about it. to yeah. survive. Oh, it's a little and, confusing though. So and I it, was, it was a like a throwaway like montage it was a throwaway shot. Line. Yeah, yeah. And then okay, now they're treating these humans as if they're like expendables, you know, zoo it's animals like, for yeah, like, entertainment. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I just I really liked that kind of contrast, and especially seeing the few of them that were kind of exiled remembering their past and mm. um, kind of coming to terms with like, we are, we're all in the same fight here against the enemy that's over here. It's, it's, you know, there is an enemy in the fight, which seems to be what a lot of them are trying to figure out. Like, who do we fight? Is it this one guy who's just like all about exterminating the bugs or is it the bigger system itself? Yeah. So I thought it was cool. No, yeah, I, I think the whole conversation is really interesting because it does bring up, you know, it, I think it does bring up a lot of conversation points. Um, I, yeah. I, uh, and I agree. It's, yeah, that, I mean, ultimately what it, that, that shift that he goes through is, is finding out what it means to be human through, through our main girl, um, which is, yeah, I mean, it, it was just, it, I think, Again, this is another one of these shows that is just like it handles its 12 episode runtime perfectly for pacing. Like it yeah. hits everything it needs to hit. It doesn't waste any time. It just gets to the next point, to the next point, to the next point. I, I never felt the lull in the show. I never felt there was things in the show that didn't need to be there. It all felt like it was supposed to be there. And yeah. I really respect the show that can have a short runtime and just get the story out as they want it. And that's it. You know, there's was, nothing there. That, that was kind that of the foundation like. of our first season of Devil Fruit was finding those shows. And there's a yeah. disappointing amount that, that can do it well. I think we found some good ones, but I think that there's also some There's a lot of stinkers. shows that don't. Yeah, and there's a lot of shows that have bigger runtimes that don't handle Could it well. Could be 12 or be you benefit know? from being 12. Yeah, and and... And there's a lot of fluff in a lot of shows, but like this show didn't have fluff. It was just boom, 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 which yeah. is, it, it's funny, but it's like, it's a really good experience to like watch, to just like 
have it all just come out like the way it does, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoyed, uh, I really enjoyed a lot of the, I enjoyed a lot of the side characters too. Like there was no like really weak characters. There was a, like the only, I think one of the only characters I didn't like, but it's not, I just didn't like her. I don't think I didn't like her as a character because I understand her point was that, um, Faye. Is that the friend of the main girl? Yeah. Okay. I don't like her, but I understand why she's there as a context of the story because yeah. she's supposed to be like the baseline of how all the humans think in that world of just like hunkered down, don't do anything crazy, don't don't do anything, you know, you're just supposed to do what you're supposed to do so that we can all live and don't do anything you know that's gonna well she's not the only yeah. one yeah. who thinks like that too though um that's what i'm saying like no, she's the, oh, yeah but encapsulates but, that in yeah, that world but i i one of the things that i loved was there they, they highlighted her thinking like that but they also highlighted kagaragi's friend uh who's up in the control room had the same yeah. kind of mindset right and I, everybody's and, just and I in think, their in yeah. their place in the hierarchy and yeah. no one wants yeah. to move and yeah. yeah yeah i think that that's that that was that was a key uh, point in the show that that I I, I enjoyed because because the whole thing is like you know in a dystopian future like this kind of a thing things like this and situations like this can only happen when people choose comfort over saying no to things and so they people lose created the will to society. fight yeah. Yeah, people create a yeah. society where they're like, I just need to keep my head down. Don't bother people and they won't bother me. It's fine. Right. And, and then eventually you find yourself in a situation where there's a AI company using humans as pawns in a video game type thing. Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's a also, very extreme scenario. But I mean, right, that's, but, that's, you that's, know, that's, the, that's the, the, I don't know. It's an allegory. Yeah. <laughs> I also wanted to highlight just because it's one of the reasons Kat picked the show was um, because of you know the main character having a disability with her um, missing arm and I was worried when she said that 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 wasn't going to be like a main point of the show would be her overcoming that but I think it well, actually was they showed like a lot they they referenced it a lot in not even like verbally, it was a lot of just like she'd mess up or someone would look at her and then look at the arm. And it was always kind of like her crutch or her not crutch, but, but, but I think the thing that one... she blamed for a lot of right. her uh, you know, failures. I think there is one point in here that it like I think it's it's handled well in the portions that you're talking about when it's when it was earlier on and you can see her struggle with it and see how people have treated her because of it and all of that yeah but then i think that the answer being she just gets good arm i don't know if that's like the best way to handle that yeah um i would have rather seen something where she found a way to i guess get to her means even though she has this crutch if that makes sense yeah uh, like and that's felt... the only part with that that i'm not crazy about mm-hmm. yeah i can t- mm-hmm. i can understand that for sure yeah and but... i think that they just kind of wrote themselves into a corner with that where it's probably like... a little bit yeah yeah or they just used the fact that they were in big future land that they could just yeah. you know wouldn't it be cool she had a robot arm yeah right yeah. I mean, like, yeah, and, and I, I think I talked to Jacob about my, my view on that for, for a hot second at the beginning when I was just mad. Uh, <laughs> but I, I was like, I was like, her, her arm is about as much of a crutch as like Alphonse Elric's or like, or, or, or oh shit, not Alphonse. Alphonse? No, Alphonse mean, is the brother Edward? of the suit. Edward, thank you. Edward oh, Elric's arm. Like, fake fan, fake fan, fake that's, fan. Oh, shut up. <laughs> but like, like, it's, it's less of an actual, like, hindrance to her and more of, like, a mental reminder of the, the trauma that she went through. 
Because like especially mm. at the okay. end and stuff, it's it like it's really not holding her back. It's like she might as well be Samus no. up there. Like yeah. she's she's just got a kick-ass bionic arm. Um, Which, by the way, even though I said what I said within the context of this conversation about the arm, getting an arm that changes into the harpoon gun is so sick. Okay, back into you. <laughs> yeah, guys. no, it's like yeah, it's really cool and. I mean, honestly, a piece of me is glad that they did that because that's just, it's cool and it's neat. And I think that it's a a really, a, I guess in a way you could say that it's like making the best out of a bad situation, mm. um, finding the silver lining or or more so making a silver lining when there isn't one before. Like there's there's positive things you could say about it, but I, 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 I would hesitate to say that this is a show about overcoming a disability almost. I, I It just didn't hit that mark for me. I don't, yeah, and I'm not saying that's what it's about. I'm just saying I'm glad that it wasn't something that was just kind of thrown out there and then forgotten and that they actually took it full circle in some way, even if it wasn't the best right. necessarily. Yeah, they mm-hmm. didn't, you're right. Yeah, they didn't forget. Yeah, it no, it, it was a sure. point for sure. I yeah. agree. Yeah. Um, yeah. How, how do you guys feel about Cause I know she trained a lot, but like, how do you, I, I, did you guys get a feeling like she was just like really good suddenly? Yeah, I did. And I was worried. I was honestly worried that she was going to be replacing Kiranai as like the leader of the gears. Mm. And I'm glad they didn't take it that far because I think that she didn't have the experience or like merit right. to earn that. And I like that they did show that because of her inexperience, like consequences were had. And like, it's not that she was like a, she wasn't a Kirito or anything. It's not like she was just like stupidly good and like no one could touch her. But it was just like, there was a couple moments where I was like, damn, she really did that. What the fuck? Um, I think they did a good job of showing her being skilled, but naive. Cause like, yeah, she would, she would, she wouldn't mess up per se, but she would, do the wrong thing right and and then they would show oh shit she would just make a bad decision yeah Yeah. um Uh, how did you did you guys think uh was i the only one that thought that the really buff sister fucking died and then was amazed when she showed up in the the later episode yes i thought she fucking died i did too and i think because she was a tanker right she wasn't an avatar yeah she was a tanker yeah, so I don't know what happened with that. I, I can tell you exactly what happened because when she popped up back on the screen and I was like, wait, what the fuck? And then I thought back to that scene and they like made it in the in the sound mix. They like made it very prominent that when she closed her eyes like she was dying, they made sounds of her breathing. <laughs> I was oh, God. Like, I was like, That kind of took away from that moment. Yeah. 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 I agree. Those that siblings just were just kind of bizarre. No, I was, think yeah. I think there's a line in the in the recovery after the battle about her being okay, but but I hate I yeah I I I if you're gonna and do I hate it, sounding just do evil, but I'm but like, like, dude, I wish she died. Like, like if you're gonna if you're gonna do it, if you're gonna do an emotional someone dying in the arms scene, and then they don't die, it, like that's like it's just like why like why why yeah. did we even do this like yeah. just just. Fucking kill him off. If he dies, he dies. Or don't do that kind of emotional scene. It's like, like playing Fire Emblem on easy. It's just, just don't. <laughs> just don't do it. Like, <laughs> you know, and I just want to, you know, and I feel like I want to point out like all of these things that we've been saying that are kind of negative are definite gripes because I sure. was still like through the show, I was like having a great time. Yeah, I, I I thought that just the way that everything progressed, it was like there was a lot of intensity. There's a lot of interesting ideas being thrown around. The way that new characters were thrown in as we progressed, well, fucking pipe. <laughs> I love that dog. I'm so sad he died. I'm so oh. sad he died, dude. <laughs> I fucking love that little dog. Uh, do you guys have like an absolute favorite arc or favorite part or favorite like character? Like just one thing, because um, I do. I know. I know my moment yeah? at least. Go for your do, moment. Okay, yeah, you guys think why? Why I go? So, the the reveal that in the prison 
that they were scooping the 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 monster shit into the hole just to create just oh, to create dude. the cheap alcohol yeah. basically that was then being fed to them was I was like that's that's good I was like holy shit like there's there like them realizing that there is no purpose for them being there yeah. other than to turn shit into cheap food that they are then eating like yeah. there there is no upside to them being there it is just torture yeah. and, and i was like no way that out. was creative i thought it was awesome and it was i i i haven't seen something like that because up until that point i was like okay this is kind of a matrix knockoff and but but i was like dude this is this is that was awesome to me yeah um it's disgusting no, I, and like yeah shitty but in I, a lot but, of senses but, but it I, no, but I it's it really great. cool. It's really cool where it's basically like again, it's playing back into like in this in this hyper authoritarian society that this company has created, where everyone that all the the only thing that everyone does is work for the company, and that's how they live their lives, and that's how they stay alive, and then they can do this one thing that this company has created for entertainment to keep everybody happy. But if you show that you are sliding away from the system that this company has created they put you down into this like you know i forget what they called it but like a like a reformatory program kind of thing that that yeah. like they try to say that they're taking you there to fix you but ultimately they're throwing you away like the garbage that you are to the overarching society that they that they created like they deem you garbage so they keep you there which also so might just never be get commentary out. on rehab it might be i don't know you could dive into that but that's, yeah i think yeah. i think you could make an argument for that but yeah like very i agree very cool uh very interesting idea um I, if i had to think of i really liked i really liked the uh the scene where Kaburagi fights the uh, the bug man, the the purple kill all the bug man. Oh, okay. I yeah, like. Yeah. I really like the scene where they fight when Kaburagi's actually in his in his flesh suit in his avatar. When they're in that like um, white hallway thing. When they're yeah, when they're in the the Gattle protection or uh, uh, the Gattle um, facility that makes okay. them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I just like that because I just wasn't expecting the purple dude to go in that hard, you know? Yeah. Right. Like when he came in and he did the fucking like superhuman like slam down and I was like, okay, I'm yeah. in. I like this. I'm having yeah. a good time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that was another reference to Gearnlogen, right? That dude with the sunglasses. I guess the sunglasses are kind of oh. like that shape. That's funny you say that. Yeah. I definitely thought that I as I was looking at him, but that. I never made like a, the connection connection. But that's probably a little like eh, little Easter egg, little book. It was just too exact. It was too much the yeah. same shape. That's so funny. I think that. my I, I agree. Favorite moment was, or maybe not moment, but arc was the whole thing with Mikey in Kabaragi's like claim to fame as being like one of the top five and having this young guy kind of come in and and show him up. Right. Is Mikey the one who's like, show me how to break my limit? Yeah. yeah. That guy? Okay. Yeah, because I really like that all of the action scenes from that that kind of episode where they went back in time, I thought were some of the best with them out fighting together. Mm. And I also really like that, like, think of how many animes you've seen where, you know, the guy who's really good at whatever it is, sword fighting or, uh, you know, demon hunting or just magic stopped and then you figure out like okay this this kind of older guy used to be one of the best and he stopped because his apprentice died in the line of action or whatever it might be or like something you like know that. that's kind of a played out thing yeah but in this it wasn't that his like apprentice died or anything it was it was that he he was trying to stay above this guy and feeling kind of guilty about it because he was, you know, they, it was essentially like the young guys kind of cleaning out the old crop mm -hmm. and kind of, you know, coming to the top because this guy's just got natural talent. And I think that he felt responsible because of the limit thing. Mm -hmm. 
but I think it just it's a different narrative. It's a twist on kind of like that played out role of you know my apprentice died. Well, no, not just really. It was kind of your rival died, and now you feel guilty because of that. Right. It's right. Like, and- it's like I like he was he was he was doing something to artificially enhance himself while someone else was pushing and pushing and pushing and then just died because they couldn't hang. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. That's cool. Then, yeah. That whole no, story the whole, was great. Yeah. The whole that whole section was really good. And 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 obviously I think I do I do think it was really cool how they actually uh how they subverted that cuz they they made it like the gaddle is the threat and then they subverted it to the gaddle is is an artificially created threat and it's not actually the real threat and then subvert it again at the end with the gaddle that uh basically fucking like Scott Ridley aliens out of the dude and becomes an actual threat and like how they just kept like switching that around I thought that was fun oh yeah the one that-, that actually like goes inside the bodies and and yeah yeah it pops out I forgot about that not gonna lie I was like yeah oh, he geez. literally literally fucking xenomorphs that shit yeah, uh, uh, yeah but then you know becomes the big alien you know, big old Gaddle fucking uh, behemoth, except mm-hmm. like this one's like actually a threat, like it's not fabricated this time. And yeah. then how that all leads to like, again, the big ending fight, which I also, I really like the ending fight. I'm always down for a good drill scene. That's yeah. all I gotta Jeez. say. Always down yeah. for a good old, good old, we put the drill together and then we're trying to do the thing and it looks like the drill isn't gonna work. And then we push through and bam, pierce the heavens, baby. Simone, yours is the drill that will break through the vault of heaven. <laughs> don't you laugh awkwardly over there like you don't love it, Joe? Yeah. Are we ready for ratings? Is there anything else you guys want to say before we do ratings? I think I'm ready for ratings. Yeah. I think, I think, yeah, I don't think there's any other point to really bring up. It's just a good old time. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Okay. Go ahead. So, I, yeah, I ended up really, really liking this show. Um, I just thought, yeah, like overall, it was just like really, really solid stuff. Um, I only really had nitpicks, but overall, like I was in it the entire time. I like it beginning to end. Uh, it's also nice, by the way, uh, to just have a, an ending that was like a nice ending for once. It's been a while since I've seen a show with a nice ending. Uh, (laughs) Like, like it's just a good, it's just a nice little. Oh, everything works out in a happy society. You know, like it's nice. Um, so yeah, I gave this. Uh, I gave this an A. Great. I I rate this pretty high. I think it's quite a good show. Awesome. Yeah, I don't. I don't think there's a whole lot negative any of us have to say. I'll I'll go next. I uh, I don't think that I pitched this correctly. I'll admit to that. The truth comes out. <laughs> I think that I, I, I tried to stretch it because I was so excited to watch it. Oh, my um, God. And I apologize for that. I won't do that again. We did not get the Gundam. I do think that this is one of the best shows outside of anime or any kind of media just encompassing kind of a statement on class, what that means, what, what a high-class society might mean if you know they're kind of set on a path towards what they think is right without any kind of outside um opinions or you know outside of anyone else's control what that might have what happened and, and how the divide between class is so drastic mm-hmm. um and i think that like you said jacob there's a lot you can take from the show for it being kind of a goofy little i want to beat up monsters show initially like there's it, it became a lot more and towards the end i think that you care about almost every character that's on screen. Even the big oaf Donatello yeah. is just there to like punch things. I fucking love Donatello, and he was—I mean, he was—he he played a role in the big ending as well. Yeah, right. Fucking firing off with the rockets. Yeah, that was great. That was great. That was great. Um, now giving the show an A minus, and I think that I don't. I don't know if I've ranked anything that high so far. It's right uh, up by Violet Evergarden. It's above at Violet Evergarden. Um, it's right at, like A minus is like my one piece in Dragon Ball Z section. Like I don't have 
Yeah, a whole I think lot the only other one. Yeah, I think the only one you've rated up there is Violet Evergarden. Otherwise, yeah, and maybe a Silent Voice, but um, yeah, I really like the show, and uh, I I really hope. I mean, that's really kind of the goal of this podcast, but I hope that we get some people to watch this one because I think it's kind of a hidden gem. Yeah, mm. I, I, I'd never heard of it until you pitched it. Um, and, I, and I mean, it came out last year, um, yeah. but it definitely seemed like, I mean, to me, it feels like it was under the radar. Maybe I just didn't realize, but yeah, I yeah. never heard of it. I hadn't heard of anyone talking about it. Mm. Yeah, It wasn't even, I mean, maybe that's just because I'm mostly on Crunchyroll and it's not on Crunchyroll, but. Didn't you, um, yeah. didn't you find it from the awards though? It was, uh, or was it just nominated? Yeah, I think it was nominated actually. I don't remember for what section though. Fantasy, maybe. Mm. You're right about that. Um, so it's definitely recognized. Mm. Some, you know, someone's seen it. And somewhat, said it was good. Yeah, I just, I definitely like not anywhere on social media or anything. Not once had I heard about it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I hope that this writer, whoever wrote this, goes on to do more. Hmm. Hmm. Because I think the writing was probably the strongest part. Mm. I think that I think I think that this is it is a very good show. It was very well made. Um, the stylistic choices and everything, and and I think I think that anything that can give you any kind of visceral reaction one way or another, but then be good enough to have you keep watching is is amazing in and of itself. And that's what the show did for me. Um, but I just wasn't in the mood for this. Uh, like, I think that this is definitely like exactly what you guys are saying. It's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a show where it's a fun romp and it's, it's, it's good to, it's good to go through, but then also you could easily write like a 10 page book report paper about how it's symbolic for this, this, and this, and this. And, and I think that yeah. that's awesome. Um, but I think I'm going to give it like a, I, I, and this is just, I just, sometimes I'm not in the mood for that. And I understand that this is totally me coming in with, <laughs> I just like, I'm going to go like a, I don't know. I'm right between like a B minus and a B. Um, but, but I just, so you're saying, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> so you're saying, you're saying you're rating it a B purely because you weren't in the mood i i think so yeah <laughs> i mean I, that's fair though because i've definitely felt that way in a couple of shows we've watched like i it's just most mostly uh like gangsta like i just i wasn't feeling it, it if yeah. it doesn't if it doesn't pull you along the whole time with like interest to hit that play button i think that there's there's something but is but is that not in the mood or is that like you actually objectively don't like the show. I think I and B's not even a not like. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just curious about what this means exactly. No, I know, and I'm trying to figure it out myself. Not gonna lie. <laughs> I like you guys are listening to me go through my puberty stage of rating the show right now. Like I am. I am figuring things out as i go okay um, i'm just trying to say that even without the things that ethan and if i have said yeah like did you like like is this an objectively i am at a b or is it a objectively i think it's here but i just wasn't feeling it so i'm putting it here that's what i'm trying to figure out i think i think objectively it's a b maybe b plus subjectively it's a b minus um Okay, so it's still at least in like a range. It's not like he's way out. Yeah, like right. the the action scenes for me were like all right. Um, the best ones were when they were fighting the alpha, but then that was even just cheapened, like we talked about when the person didn't actually die, and like that's I think just my thing about the shows about video games in general is people tend to just not die. Um, and so everything just kind of feels less intense by default for me. And then the the human interaction and the character interaction and the human growth, I think, was really, really good. Um, but there was just enough things where I, it just didn't quite hit. Um, like, like the scene where, uh, uh, shoot, our main girl 
is learning that everything is fake around her. That was amazing. Like her, the the sound design of like the the ringing, rising, mm. and then and then her just passing out. I thought that I thought that was that was that was awesome. Um, but but then something about the action part of that scene for me just kind of fell flat. So I just yeah I don't know. I just wasn't. You didn't get the full mecha experience you wanted, Joe. Is that what it is? And that's probably what it is, yeah. You wanted big robots. Yeah, I got my feet swept out from under me, and I just, I I did crawl back. The the show did bring me back. It did. It it pulled him back out. Yeah, it pulled me back, but I'm still not standing six feet tall. You know, like, it got me back to, like, I don't know, five and a half. (laughs) Like, I I just... uh, Like so, so, so maybe that's just me coming. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, guys. I, that, that, that's that's my rating. We'll call it a B Fair minus. Enough, it sounds sure. like it's a B minus from Joe. Sure. Cool. So that's that. Another show in the books. In the books. Uh, me- mecha genre. Uh, question mark. Uh, <laughs> mecha show question. Should we go into the draft? Let's go into the draft. Okay. So I'm doing the draft again. Um, Just to do a quick review, we do it in three rounds. Each round consists of four names, one of those being a hidden name. We go around in a circle, picking one name from each round. So by the end, we're each going to have three characters to take into the battle uh, episode. I'm sorry, what was the battle episode called? Is it called the... Chicken Chicken Bowl. Chicken Bowl it is called. And this is going to be called the... Something. The draft. The draft. I don't know if we. <laughs> We've got enough names, man. Yeah. I can't. I can. We got. We we might. We might come along with something at some point by chance. But until chicken. then, it's the draft. The chicken run. The chicken, chicken run. run. Yeah. Oh no. I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, man, what a movie that was, huh? Yeah. It's a good we're, movie. We're I don't know. Eggs. I actually ever saw it. You never saw Chicken Run? No, I didn't. That's one I just missed. Oh, shit. All right. So we ready for round one, fellas? We ready for round one. I'm ready for round one because I get to choose first, baby, because I'm big winner from last round. I'm big winning again. Oh, jeez. Okay. <laughs> he says, okay. I'm pretty sure. I just want to say this. I'm pretty sure in our initial episode, we said third place picks first. I'm pretty sure that you chose first last round because you quote unquote won the quote right. unquote hey. trial run. Yeah, we'll go that way. We'll go that way. <laughs> All right, I drew four names. First name. Okay, so this guy's name is, I think it's called Munin. Munin. And Munin is the crow. Yeah. That Hugin oh. has on his shoulder all the time, and I'm pretty Does sure it, Munin is also—is it also like the cube thing? Munin is literally the AI system. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. the little cube thing with multiple faces that spins. Yeah, that yeah. then becomes—it's the big bad. Then okay. becomes the big bad at the end when it fuses back in with. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's so a that's, big one. That's Munin. It's a big one on the table. Next is. Sarkozy, the drunk yeah. cyborg. Sarkozy, baby, he making that alcohol in his body. And a man, third, after, your own, a man after your own heart, Joe. <laughs> the third one is a high-level Gadol. Just, just oh, any high-level Gadol. Any of them? Anything less than the Alpha or Omega. Just any of those big, like, like the one that looked like a goofy little squishy fucking fucking worm but then it like popped out a bunch of shit like that one we'll have to we'll have to get some clarification <laughs> on the high level gadol god damn it because there's also and... a low level gadol in here that's a different choice oh shit we'll have to figure that out all right um and then obviously a secret and then we have our yeah, and then there's a secret one i did not look at here mystery oh fuck what do i want to choose here that's a lot of 
very like odd choices is what I would call it. Um, yeah. Hmm. I think, I think honestly, this go this one, this round, I'm going to go with the mystery. I'm not crazy about any of the three. Really? Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm having trouble thinking about ways I could utilize them in argument. Okay. We go and we go in with the mystery. We're going for the mystery. I'll set that aside. All right, Ethan. Second, Ethan, second place. Well, who are you slamming? I think playing with that high-level Godal is going to be fun. Okay, I'm taking that. I think the, the zero beast. gravity field could be useful for a lot of things. He took the beast. I'm taking that one. All right, Joe. Big loser. Which one did you choose? <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking Sarkozy. Hell yeah! He's oh my Sarkozy. gosh. So Munin, maybe the. <laughs> Maybe the strongest of any name in here is not Maybe chosen. the most powerful being. Okay. Well, my thing was, I don't want him because, or it, I don't know, uh, because uh, he's really only powerful within the system. I feel like if you went yeah. outside of the game I know, and whatever, that's, I agree. There's no I, power. I, I, I didn't want to choose it because I was like, what the fuck does it actually do, though? Yeah. Like ultimately, like there's things it can do, but yeah, yeah. it can be a crow. <laughs> it can be a crow. It can shoot a little like mouth beam. That's true. Yeah. Like a death Yo, ray. Some fire mouth beams in decadence. I'm just gonna say that. That's some true. Some pretty good mouth beam scenes. That is true. All right. So we're done with round one. <laughs> Under round two. Here we go. We've got Hugin. Hugin. Sunglass wearing. Big boss man. Big purple nose. Next is Donatello. Oh, shit. And this is cyborg form. Cyborg form Donatello. Okay. I like I I like him. I like his cyborg form. Do Donatello yeah. cyborg form? Yep. So, yeah. So purple big buff. Yeah, yeah, big buff, trap jaw, gun arm. Yeah. Instead of his... DBZ looking ass in the yeah avatar it's, form. He really yeah, does. Wait, so avatar. who's Hugin then? Remind me. Remembering stuff is hard. Hugin's the, the bug big nose. man. He's the yeah. guy that wants to kill all the bugs. Oh, he's the dude who holds the crow. Got you, got you, got you. Yeah, got you. the yeah. super scary, superhuman, fucking big scary man. Got you, got you, got you. And the third one for this round is Kiranai. Here and I. How do you see the leader of the gears? The leader of the gears. That's right. Okay. 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 Wow. Blonde, those are blonde girl. That's wow. That's a lot of heavy. Those hitters. are a lot of heavy hitters. This and time. then and then we have our mystery. And our mystery. Um. Um. Honestly, though, I'm I'm gonna take Hugin because Hugin scary as shit. Yeah. Fair. Hugin has shown to be able to do a lot of things in this show. Oh man. This is tough. You gotta, this is you tough. Take, this is a take, stacked round. Are you, are you gonna take your waifu or are you gonna take Kira and I? I know it. <laughs> 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 I really feel like I'm picking between like muscle and tactical ability. You know, because I feel like Kira and I could do a lot. I don't know. Kira and I's got muscle too, man. Are you choosing muscle or more muscle? Right. Yeah, she's tough. She's fucking dope. I feel like she could beat Donatello in a one-on-one -on -one fight, so I'm, I'm taking her. They showed them dueling at the end. Yep, they did. I'm mad about that one, not gonna lie. Mad about what? I wanted Kira and I. Oh. All right, okay. Well, All right. you got Cyborg Man and you got Mystery. I know. I Mystery could be the main character right now. We don't know. <sighs> Shoot, you're right. That's a, that's a good reminder. But a sure bet on Donatello might kick me. I, 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 want, I want Donatello. I want Donatello. He's taking Donatello. Mystery's off the board on that mystery's one. Mystery's off the board. Here we go. Nope. Nobody's taking a mystery yet. I took a mystery no, first Jacob round. No, Jacob did. Oh, you did? Never mind. <laughs> yes, sir. So this is the third round. The final round. Final Running out the teams. First name. Here we go. Low-level Godal. Which we're gonna have to confirm because I'm honestly forgetting. Yeah, I'm so let's call what? let's call a low guess, level Gadal like one of the Roly guys or something. Yeah, you know, like, 
Like the you're talking about like the Gadol that like uh, our main character was training on. Yeah, with the little spikes. Scene. Yeah, the little spikes, the little like roly poly porcupine boy, little thing. Yeah, porcupine boy. Let's okay, okay. So tiny boy, tiny little thing. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Natsume, our main girl. Mm. Main girl. And third one is Jill the cyborg. Fucking Jill. Is that the super smart girl? Super smart one. Yeah. I'm just going to say it. I'm taking Jill because the way I'm thinking about it, you got to have different different characters that are good at different things because we have no idea what the competition's even going to be. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's how I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. You know, multifaceted. All right, so I'm I'm taking Jill. I should definitely be writing these down. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah. Now we have our mystery, and I will be taking the mystery this round. Oh, he's oh. taking the mystery. I am curious who it's going to be. All right, so what are you doing, Joe? I'm gonna take Natsume. All right. Okay. <laughs> I feel like that's Maybe. good. That's a good. good team, too. Okay. What are the mysteries? Round one. Who did I get, baby? Round one. Jacob's final teammate is... Kaburagi Cyborg version. Oh, man. Uh, but he still does cool shit, so it's he not... He's got it, a little jetpack. It's not lost. It's not lost. He did, some, he did a lot of lit shit. <laughs> the second round, no one chose the mystery, so let's see who this was. Who would we lose? That was Faye. That was Faye. All right. Well, so good I'm, shit. I'm all right with missing out on Faye. Yeah. Heavy hitters and then Faye. And third round, my choice. Oh, God. Oh, what'd you get? Pipe. <laughs> yes! Pipe. So there we go. God, I, I, what is it about that stupid little googly-eyed alien dog, dude? I fucking love Pipe. Dude, I don't, I don't know. know. Pipe's weird. No, he's great. You telling me you wouldn't pet that thing? I'd pet I would it. not pet Pipe. You're a fucking bitch. I would not pet Pipe with a, a nine-foot pole. You're a, little, you're a little bitch. Yeah, maybe. You want to pet a little alien dog? I pet <laughs> a little alien dog all day. No way. Put the fuck out of that alien dog. So, Jacob, you want to take us out of this one? Uh, yes. Uh, let's just do a roll call on the teams. I got, I got Jill, Kyogen, and Kaburagi when he's a little fucking stupid little robot. (laughs) Ethan, what did you get? What'd you get, Ethan? My team is a high-level Gadol. We're just gonna call it Gadol because there's yeah, we it's the only one that got in. Yeah. Uh, Kiranai and Pipe. And Pipe. All right. And then my wow, team. Wow, what a team! What a fucking team! <laughs> my team That's is amazing. I have Sarkozy, I have Sarkozy. Donatello, Donatello, and then I have Natsume. That, yeah, you actually, honestly, I'm feeling pretty good. Not bad, not bad. You know, I think you're gonna struggle with Sarkozy, but it depends on the competition. Yeah, maybe a two can drink a beer the fastest. It's true. They were doing a case race. He puts that shit down. (laughs) He puts that shit down quick. Um, Okay, well, all that being said, that is your review episode and the draft. Next episode, we are running into our second arcs. Chicken bowl. Chicken bowl. <laughs> Do you like it? Do you like it original or spicy? Anyways. Uh, if you haven't already, please, please go check out the Devil Fruit Podcast website. That's www.devilfruitpodcast.com. There, you can find out more information about the three goons, as well as all the links to all of our social medias and everywhere that we post our podcast, which is all of them. Well, most Spotify, of them. Apple, Google Podcast, all the ones that matter. 
sure, yeah. If you're looking for us on one, you can't find us. Let us know. Sure, yeah. No, we, we can plan. look into that. That's actually a good point. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, make sure to go follow us on the Instagram. We posted a little bit. We're working on it. We at least posted something. That's a good start. Yeah. Hey, man. That's, as that's, soon as these that... episodes start dropping, we're gonna be doing our our Gundam build. Pop, 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 pop. So there, so there you go. Uh, keep up on us with that, and uh, you know, build Gundams with us. Gundams, building, building Gundams, good time. Um, all that being said, y'all, we'll see you in the next episode. Bada bing. <laughs>